This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am exhilarated to be with you. (laughs) I was thinking about what word I wanted to use because I know I usually say delighted, excited, happy. I'm exhilarated. And it's the summertime. At the time of this recording, we are about to go on a little mini family vacay next weekend. So I'm getting into like the summer vacation mode. If you've been following me on Instagram or on my email list, you know I have been super busy telling all the people in all the ways about the Marriage Upgrade Program, which is my six-month group coaching program that is really centered around helping you, one, just create an awesome marriage, but specifically in the areas of improving your communication, having a better and deeper connection, working more efficiently and productively as a team, being able to get on the same page and having better intimacy. So if those are things you're looking to do, this program is a great match for that. We kick things off with a two-day couples retreat in northern New Jersey, literally as far north as you can get to New York City. Our conference room looks directly at the New York City skyline with a beautiful harbor right in front of us. It's just so chic and sexy. Like the whole vibe is just chic and sexy. And so if you could use a little bit of that in your marriage right now, you should definitely be there. And then we have six months of the most incredible group experiences with workshops and marriage challenges, virtual date nights, virtual self-care soirees, and of course, our amazing coaching calls. So all the details about the program are on my website, drshavon.com. You can find out how to join, when to join, depending on when you're listening to this, if enrollment is still open, as well as scheduling a call with me to talk about potentially working together one-on-one. So all of that has been happening. And so I'm looking forward to our conversation today. We are going to be talking about spouse sabotage. (laughs) I almost called it spousal sabotage, but that just sounded so much like spousal abuse. And I didn't want to be that dramatic with it. I could have been, but I didn't want to. So it's just spouse sabotage. And I think the word sabotage is something that we're probably 
pretty familiar with when it comes to ourselves. I know I am familiar with self-sabotage and all of the ways that I can fall into doing that. And the same is happening with you and your spouse and how you see them and how you interact with them and the results that it's creating in your marriage. So spouse sabotage simply at its most fundamental level is limiting beliefs you have about your spouse. And this is something that comes up so much when I'm talking with people who are interested in working with me, as well as when I'm coaching my own clients and gasp, even in my own brain. So the first thing I want to say is like, it is normal to have limiting or negative beliefs about any and everything under the sun. Our brains sometimes are just unsupervised, uncontrollable toddlers that will get into a lot of trouble inside our heads. So the fact that the thoughts come is never the problem. What makes this an issue and the thing that's standing in the way of the kind of marriage you want to have is one, how much you focus on it and ruminate about these limiting and negative beliefs and how much you allow them to influence, direct and drive your specific actions. Okay, so a brain's going to do what a brain's going to do. You're going to have the thoughts you're going to have. It's what you do with those thoughts, how much time you spend being in bed with those thoughts, cozying up to them, letting them be all in your life. Right. So many of the the limiting beliefs or the negative thoughts we have about our spouse come from one stream in terms of this belief that they won't change, right? We get into this like phase of predicting the future and only God knows the future, which is such good news. But when you find yourself stuck in this cycle of spouse sabotage, you are constantly predicting the future about what's not going to happen inside your spouse's brain, inside their heart, inside their way of being and operating in your marriage. And you kind of want to ask yourself, like, why do that? Why would you spend any considerable amount of time thinking about what your spouse is not going to be able to do, right? You would never do that when it comes to your children, right? Like no matter what age they are now, but when they're smaller, you probably just saw the world for them. You know, they come out a newborn baby, no teeth, no vocabulary, no function over their body system, And yet you never say you're never going to talk, you're never going to walk, you're never going to be able to chew your food, right? And for some people, depending on the physical capabilities of their children, some of those things don't actually happen, right? And so we don't know. You don't know if your spouse is going to change or not. But when you're 
spouse sabotaging, you spend a lot of time rooted in that belief that they're not going to change. And you look at everything that they are currently doing as permanent. Another stream of this line of thinking is the belief that they're not going to respond positively to anything you do. I see this so much when I'm coaching my clients because let's be honest, we know what you're supposed to do to have a healthy, happy marriage, right? You're supposed to be nice to each other. You're supposed to forgive each other. You're supposed to communicate with love and respect. You're supposed to listen to each other. You're supposed to make requests and not demand. You're supposed to be flexible and accommodating and care about what the other person needs and wants. Those are just the basic things. And so when I get my clients to uncover that, like, yeah, the thing I can be doing in my marriage is maybe I can be asking for a request instead of placing a demand on my spouse. Or maybe I can spend more time really listening to them and hearing them out versus arguing my point and trying to push my agenda. So we're clear that that's the positive, healthy, and quote unquote, right thing for them to be doing. Where they get stuck is in this spouse sabotage belief that even if I do all those great things, my spouse is not going to respond positively. They're not going to appreciate it. They're not going to notice it. They're not going to care about it. They're not going to adjust their behavior accordingly. And again, You want to just sit with this reality and ask yourself, why spend a lot of time there? Seriously, like, why would you think I'm going to do the right thing and they're still going to do the wrong thing? Even if there is the likelihood that that would be the case. It's just something you literally want to ask yourself because you probably haven't asked yourself. But what I know as a coach is that whenever we are ingrained in a belief, it is doing something for us, right? So when you believe that your spouse can't change or when you believe that your spouse isn't going to respond positively to your positive efforts, you get to stay the same recreating the same situation over and over and over again. And the human brain, once it becomes familiar and accustomed to a particular set of circumstances and to a particular way of operating, it likes to just stay there. So if you've been having some of these issues in your marriage for a very long time, It has just become the baseline temperature set point. And to think differently requires way too much effort that your brain doesn't want to exert. And to operate differently requires way too much effort that your brain doesn't want to exert. That's all. Another way I see these spouse sabotage thoughts coming up is using the worst of the past to predict the stagnation of the future, right? I'll say that again. You use the worst of the past, right? So those worst 
interactions, those awful conversations, the horrible things that were said or done, right? And you take, you, it's literally like you go back into the past and you dig them up and then you bring them and you pile them up in front of you, creating a wall for what's possible in the future, right? Now, how can I describe this in such great detail? One, I speak to and coach a lot of people, but also it is the way of the human brain. Even my own brain, when I don't catch it, wants to do this. Our brain thinks it's protecting us from some disappointment or sadness or frustration, but it's only guaranteeing us that we experience disappointment, sadness, and frustration. So you've just got to be on to what's happening, okay? So here's what I want to be able to help you do, right? I want you to see how when you're in these spouse sabotage beliefs that they're not going to change, they're not going to respond positively to your effort, or you're using the worst of the past to predict the future, There's things you just don't do because of these beliefs. You don't try, right? You you don't put forth that positive effort. You don't ask the question. You don't make the request, right? So this is really like shutting down your influence, in moving things in a positive direction, right? And in the space where you're not trying, you're either filling your time with other things, shuffling all of your energy into different activities with different people, whether that's your kids or your friends or your work, right? And you're also probably ruminating on these thoughts, And I just want you to see and notice how this is contributing to you and your spouse remaining stuck in the cycle that you're stuck in. And there's no judgment with any of this. I'm just sometimes fascinated by how our brain is just really thinking it's doing the best that it can do, right? And we all have stuff, right? We all have emotions and insecurities and fears and doubts that really make these kinds of beliefs very attractive. So nothing's wrong with you, right? Nothing's wrong with me. Nothing's wrong with any of us if this is what's happening. You just want to redirect yourself and redirect your thinking. So I'm going to give you three strategies and three approaches to getting out of spouse sabotage. The first is admitting your ignorance, right? And I know ignorance is one of those words that usually has a really heavy and negative connotation. I just like to think of it as like, you don't know what you don't know. Right. So maybe it's like admitting naivete, if you like that word better. 
But it's just acknowledging that you literally don't have a crystal ball. You haven't had like a direct one-on-one conversation with Jesus about what is going to happen. So you literally don't know if your spouse is going to change. You literally don't know if they're going to respond positively or not. You literally don't know if what happened in the past is also going to happen in this next interaction. There's no way you can know for 100% sure. At a minimum, it's a 50-50 chance. But we want to attach ourselves to the 50% that's negative. And I just want to liberate you and free you from that. What if you genuinely don't know? And what if you just allow that to be more of what you tell yourself than shutting down what's possible for your spouse. Like, I just don't know. The second strategy you can use is to just be curious. Curious is one of my favorite emotions as a coach. It opens the door to just like wonder, possibility, so many amazing things that serve your marriage. So be curious. And that looks like really anchoring in the belief, I wonder. It's literally just asking a question like, I wonder if they would. Right? And I love curiosity because it has such a light, childlike quality to it. And so much of what's going on in marriages is heavy and hard and just like so weighty. But when you consciously decide to be curious, it's just so much lighter and so much easier. Like, I wonder, I wonder if they might. Right. So that's the second strategy. And then the third one, and some of you will get yourself here and some of you may just stop at those other two. But the third one is to actually intentionally put a positive frame around your beliefs. And that is leading with hope and optimism. They could, they could change. They could respond positively. They could react in a totally different and better way than they have in the past. They could, because you don't know. And you can also be asking the question, well, they might, right? So I really just want you to just be on to yourself, notice what your brain is doing and why it's doing it, because it wants to just stay right where you are. But if you're really committed to having a better experience in your marriage, if you're really committed to loving your spouse, loving this relationship that you have created together, these are the things you're going to wanna do, right? The admitting ignorance or naivete the being curious and putting a positive frame on your beliefs and expectations of them. Now, this is going to require you build some emotional strength because everything we're doing is a reaction to our emotions. And so in order to, you know, allow the possibility that they could shock you, (laughs) right? And to take the actions that you need to be taking to make things better, 
you're going to have to tolerate doubt as an emotion. You're going to have to tolerate fear as an emotion. You're going to have to tolerate feeling vulnerable as an emotion. And what's going to help you be willing to do that, right? Because I'm not even going to suggest you have to want to do it. You just have to be willing, right? And coaching, whenever we surface negative emotions, we're always asking, like, are you willing to feel that? And the way you know that you are is you anchor yourself in your why, Why does this matter to you? Why does having a better marriage matter to you, to your life, to your children, to all the spheres of your life? Why is this important to you? Why do you care? What will be different and better about your life when your marriage is better, when you're feeling better about your spouse, when you're thinking better about your spouse. What is the impact of that? That is what's going to get you out of spouse sabotage. Have an incredible, incredible day. And I will be back with you next week. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.